You're stuck on an island and you can only bring one thing. What thing are you bringing? Well, goddammit. I guess my phone. There's no Wi-Fi. Okay. Um, maybe my car mix. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. You think it's a joke, but I'm, I kid you not. I do not like my lips to be dry. Like, that is the worst feeling ever. I wish other people took that as serious as you do. I'm so serious. I really do. I wholeheartedly mean that. All right. Um, what... Okay. What is one food that you do not eat that black people say they're going to take your black card for? Ooh. Um, pork chops. I don't fucking like them. You like them? Mm-hmm. Ew. I don't like macaroni and cheese. Now, see. I, I can't get with it. I don't know if it's a texture thing. I don't fucking like it. It is so... It. But you no. know what? I might get my black card taken for this because I prefer Easy Mac. It wouldn't, but I'm the like, I don't care. Me nor Josh eat it. It is disgusting. Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. My kids have had macaroni and cheese before, but I don't prepare it because I one I don't like it, and two I don't know how to. Oh my I god! I don't like macaroni and cheese. Okay. Okay. Wow. Learn so much about me in one sitting, don't you, friend? Ew. All right. Five girls pull up at the house, and they're ready to fight. You get one minute to call one Pull up, huh? What's up? (laughs) They they pull up (laughs) at the house, and you have one minute to call one person. Who you calling? My friend Janine. Is she local? Janine is local. Janine is a lot taller than me, and then Janine's always ready, and she always answers her phone. It's just like, all right, bet. Drop the location. Okay, Janine. Yep, that's it. Janine, what's up? Where you at? Pull up. Come through. <laughs> Although Janine has gotten us into some situations and we've gone out. So, do you remember the club Ibiza? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Who, who does Girl. Club? So, first of all, Janine, I'm super short. I'm 5'3 and a half. But I like to round that to 5'4. Okay. So, Janine is maybe like... Five nine five ten, but what I like are to wear my on? dollars to the nurse. I get it. Well, my bank account don't like to wear my dollars, <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> but um, so when she puts her heels on, she's well over six feet. So we went out and like we were, we happened to be up with some other friends, and they happened to be taller. And I don't know what the dude did, but all of a sudden I see Janine just reach over my neck, and she like goes to his neck, and then he goes to her, and then the next thing I know, like I saw like. Janine's arm swing over and this other tall girl that I was with this arm swing over. And I'm just in the middle, down below, looking up like, oh my God, what's really? happening? What's happening? <laughs> because if something was to really pop off, I couldn't hit nobody because the dudes were tall and then the girls were tall. I was the shortest one. So, but afterwards she was just like, you good? Are you okay? Are you all right? And she's looking down at me. I'm fine. I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's, I'm not, let's not swing on anybody <laughs> taller than me, okay? Because I can't help you. I'm done. All right, so you know I love me a good love after lockup. Now they have life after lockup. Okay, so if y'all don't watch this fucking show, y'all fucking need to. Because when I tell you the 
this and 90 Day Fiance, like, they're neck and neck for me. But the pure foolery, <laughs> like, I can't even put into words. Like, I don't even know which couple is my favorite. But Tracy and what's that, what's that nigga name? Uh, Clint, Clint. Clinton. Clint. Clint. I want to say Clint. Yo, so bad. like, she is back on them drugs. He looks like he back on drugs with her. I don't know what he was on, but she's back on it. And then, why did Marcelino try to shade homegirl's jail friend and say you can't hold my baby because you ain't had no you don't have no kids i was like that's not nice she is locked up for murder and robbery okay don't play with her exactly she might look like a sweetheart but she might come in and slice your ass up real quick he he be trying it he's crazy he be trying it but he be having some points sometimes he don't want his wife to go back to jail and i thought they were so cute they are but you know what i always wonder though she has a good head on our shoulders Brittany. she has a really good head on she does but what I always wonder, because you're not supposed to hang out with other felons, and you they, are on tape. That's what I'm you're saying. Being filmed. I'm I was like, can your PO not thing. watch that I was and see what the you're same doing? Thing. I was like, everybody will be back in jail. Everybody. Yeah. Mostly Brittany, because all of her friends are ex-cons. And I'm just like, aren't you not supposed to be dealing with the same people? Like, I'm confused, ma'am. But I was just like, you know what? If her PO don't see it and don't say nothing, I ain't I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to say nothing. I'm going to my mother. I don't want to problem with Brittany. Okay? Mind it, okay? I don't. Because 2019 is all about drinking your water, staying hydrated, and minding your fucking business. I try to. Okay? I do my best. No, 90 Day Fiance. Okay, Chantel and her sister. No, Chantel and Pedro's sister. Okay. First of all, hold on, I'm, wait, okay. hold on, wait, pause before we even get to them niggas. Why is Colty's wife back in the fucking picture again? Colty and Larissa. Colty, he put me in the, the jail. Oh my god. And gosh. Debbie, why is he? Why is she back? Why did they take her away from the situation that he like explained? I was trying to figure out why he. Took. I feel like he manipulates stuff though. He looks like a he whole fucking robot. Does. He acts like a robot. No emotion. He be waiting on that. No Because let me tell you something. You ain't going to be call- I don't play that calling the cops on me bullshit. Because if you don't call the cops on me, you're going to have a reason to call the cops on me. But that I'm not playing they, with you. He said he didn't call the cops. He said some, she put something on Twitter or on Instagram and somebody called the cops. Okay. And when the cops came for your wife, where were you trying to defend her? Obviously not. He was trying to make I'm sure that saying. he wasn't a criminal so he can keep his motherfucking job. But Larissa ass was back in jail, and he was like, I don't know if I'm going to have money to post her bill. That's what I'm saying. Maybe if she wouldn't have flushed her ring down the toilet, I can pay her bill. And I'm like, no. Then you find out the bill is $1,000, and then you're only supposed to put up, what, is it 10 or 15% of that? And yeah. that's like, what, $200? Then mm. he put out the 20s. Like, he was all calculating, was like a killer and shit. He, he's definitely, uh, he's off. He yeah. is something, something isn't quite right with him upstairs, but that ain't my business. No, but, no. um, I'm trying to figure out why that black guy went back to prison. Lamar. Yeah. Lamar. I can't, I can't remember why he went back to prison. Not exactly. I don't know. But she ain't all the way there. Who? The that wife? Black, yeah. She's not there. What is her name again? I don't know. You know, every time, have you ever seen, you know, the show, Andrea, Awkward? you know, the show Awkward, right? I think so. No, Insecure. Because of the sound. And you remember when Lawrence had the threesome with the two girls? Mm-hmm. And every time I hear the name Lamar, I think of when she was like, remember when we had sex with Lamarcus? So every time I hear Lamar, I think of Lamarcus. I'm so done with you. <laughs> Bro, you should be doing imp- in, like impersonations because you do a really good job. I love it. I love it too. But every time I fucking hear her say Lamar, that's what I think about. I love that you got me addicted to this show now. 
I've never watched it. And then, like, once you told me about it, you and somebody else, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to watch it. But the thing about it is, is like, even with Nicole's dumbass, wait, they didn't even show she Nicole been? this she, past They didn't episode. show her these last two episodes. I think the these two these episodes were two episodes. No, the last, the episode before last, they definitely showed her. Yes. The trip to Grenada got canceled. And her stepfather was not playing on no He games. was not. He was not. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I'm really trying to figure out why homegirl Why was he so hair. disrespectful about why it? Why did she have purple? Because somebody needs to get in her she shit. She just said this Somebody need to yeah, get in her so, shit. As in, you know, we're not going to go to Grenada anymore. Like, I don't know what kind of money she got to just be wasting trips like Thank that. Thank you. But bitch, I'm still going. you work? Me, me and Lil May are going on a trip. Me, May, my father... Because daddy paid for his trip, too. We, we are going like, on that trip. What the trip. fuck? I'm not about to sit up here and be playing these games with y'all. Oh, my goodness. But I cannot wait to see. But, like, I wish... But, you know, Pedro and Chantel are supposed to be in their own spinoff show. Really? Yeah. And it's called The Family Chantel. Y'all, please disregard that. The Family right Chantel? Yeah. Yeah. Don't make that face, friend. They're supposed to be getting um, their own show. Um, I'm interested to see it. But I think... Chantel and Pedro, like, I definitely think they have a lot of love for each other initially. I feel like it would work if they were just away from Chantel's family and Pedro's family. They but I feel like Chantel isn't... I feel like the thing is in what he said was that I feel like Chantel continues to put her family before her husband. Like, that is your husband. Yeah, and now he's doing the same thing. He's like, well, right. since you want to continue to put your family before mine, I'm going to put you before my family yeah. and see They how have you too feel. many outside factors it's, in it's their marriage. It's too many. It's too many. And do you think... I don't know... I think the, the, what is his name, Obet, Obet, he was like saying it was a scam. I could see it. Really? I, I feel don't like know. he has too much love for her. Like it could be a scam and he could have just like actually fell in love with her. Maybe. It could be that. I really feel like they can really, really work but out. But when Mama, when Mama Sita, when she, she pushed was... Mama back, she pushed, she said, she said, no, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> when she pushed her back. She said, I will beat you all up. And she said, oh, excuse me. Um, Stupid ass. Up. Wait, what did she say? That was shit. Stupid ass, dumb ass, bitch ass, slut ass, hoe. Yes. Oh, like, my God. I was like, it was too much. And Stupid one, ass, bitch ass, slut ass, hoe. It was too much. And one, I do not it, need to stay for this. Oh, my God. It was too much. And she be flinging her hand around. It was too much. But she was talking about the sister's outfit. And I really liked it. She, she said, with like, her, her ugly, ugly outfit. Ass. I was like, her with outfit her ugly is cute. outfit. The ruffles was a little, a little, uh... She looks like an owl to me. A sister? Yeah. She looks weird. Something about her face, my eyes don't like. Okay. <laughs> That's a new one. That is a new one. Like, every time I look at her, like, I can see that she's Pedro's sister. Mm-hmm. But something about her face is very dramatic. And I'm part of the big eye club also. I have really big eyes. But maybe it's... I just felt, oh my God, have you ever seen A Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. And you know, remember the girl skeleton? That's, I swear to God, that's who her eyes remind me. Every time I see her, that's who I think about. And she's skinny, she has the long neck. I'm lying, friend. I'm done with you. Am I lying? You're not lying. She, I just, ex- I really had exactly the vision. That's she looks like. I'm fucking done with you. She just speaks Spanish, that's all. I'm so done with you. That's what she, whatever, I'm right. Oh and it was God. bothering me because I was looking at her. I was just like, I know your face. Okay, so do you watch The Other Way? 90 Day Fiance No, I have not started that. Okay, you should watch it. it it's some characters on there. It's a char- It's some characters on there. So I watched the Pillow Talk thing, and mm-hmm. there's a couple on I there. They're from it. Middletown. 
The girl with her sister? Yeah. They're from my hometown. They so are. now I need to go back and watch it. She was on there. Her name is Darcy. Right. I had to go back. She was on like a previous season, like yeah. before the 90 days. She was on two two seasons, three seasons. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it. With her boo. And they were really fucking toxic. But go ahead and watch it. And okay. you make your own decision. Well, shout out to Little Town. Obviously, hey. because they are all, all over the show. Okay. All over the show. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it. Please do. I'm going to have to watch it. So, on Twitter, I don't know if you guys seen this little video that's going around with this police officer, a DC police officer, and they're on, literally on Georgia Avenue, and I, when I was watching the video, I was like, is that the Walmart across the street? It's Girl. damn sure is the Walmart across the street. It's a beauty supply store, and there's a McDonald's a little bit further down. The police officer is, like, arresting a couple of teenagers, Right. It's kind of hard to say it, to explain if you didn't watch it. Mm -hmm. So one teenager or young man, whatever he is, he was a teenager, he's being arrested and thrown up against the wall on the beauty supply store. He's resisting arrest. Mm -hmm. His friend comes over and he's like trying to bucket the police officer, trying to fight the police officer. Mm -hmm. He must have caught the cop on the wrong day or the cop might have been about that life because the cop was ready to go ahead and square up. He was like, what's up? What you trying to do? Da, 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 da. So here go the person recording. Can I have your badge number? Da, 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 da. And the police officer is like, here's my badge number. Da, 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 da. Here's my name. Now, it's funny. On one end, it's kind of funny. But then on the other end, it's not funny. Because I looked at a couple of things in the video. I looked at, number one, the lack of respect for authority. Mm-hmm. I the agree. The fact that you were so bold to go ahead and to fight. Like, you have no fear in your heart. Obviously not. Number one. Number two, the idea that had that been a white police officer, it would have gone very differently. Or even if you caught that officer on a worse day, mm -hmm. it could have gone completely left and then it would have been another hashtag and it would have been another situation. And the other thing that I just, I keep going back and saying to this, the DMV area is an area and maybe, Arshay, because you are from this area, you can explain it to me. The officers fucking look like you. And I would think because of that, you would have a little bit, you would want to have a little bit more respect. Because if you go to some other places, like, again, I always say, like, where I grew up, police officers didn't look like me. Law officials didn't look like me. Politicians didn't look like me. Doctors, teachers, none of them look like me. But these people are literally coming from your own neighborhood, and they are doing their due diligence, and they're out there trying to do their job. And you would think, with that being so, you try to show a little bit of respect. And I'm just like, the lack of respect right there, and then I think of, like, had it been another officer, had you been in another neighborhood, had you been in another county, it could have gone very, very differently. So, I always have a hard time kind of feeling any empathy in this particular situation because he was so disrespectful. But even more, it just bothered me so much that the officer looks like you and there was still a lack of respect. And I feel like, again, I always say this, like, as black people, like, we have to do better. We have to do better with our own community. And we we have to do better for ourselves because we are giving these white people the ammunition to say something about us. I agree. And to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying, well, you had asked me an original question. I guess it was trying to figure out why. I don't understand that. So I don't think it has to do anything with this particular area, the DMV area. I just think it has to do with the mindset of the individuals that are being arrested or um or just just in that mindset it because first of all respect is taught at home mm -hmm. and if and if you have some ghetto ass parents that don't respect 
people as people right. and authority as authority, then there's nothing you can do there right. because respect and racism is taught at home. So I guess for me, I guess I guess I need to add a little background context to it. And not even just in this particular conversation, but people that I've known and that I've gone to school with, again, like I went to UMES, and we had a lot of people that were from the D.C., P.G., Baltimore area, amongst other places. And I definitely found mm-mm, that... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Baltimore is their own entity. No, I know that. Okay. I know that. I know that. No, no, no. Oh, I know. They made it very clear. Baltimore is their Baltimore own is entity. Different. But when I look at places like DC and PG specifically, I don't understand. Okay, let me say this again. For me, it's a shock out here when I see. I, I'm still shocked when I see police officers that look like me. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? And. I feel like the people, a lot of the people out here, maybe, and this is the whole other conversation in itself about the wokeness and all that other shit, but they've, a lot of the people out here, they've never experienced people who don't look like them. Just like there are some white people who don't look like them. Mm -hmm. But I feel like once you venture outside of that area, you realize that there are less and less people in authority that look like you. And maybe you said it because of that, that takes away from the racism of it. It just adds into the lack of respect that's there. But for me, it's just kind of like, how do you say, because even with the, the the message and the bigger part of the black the Blue Lives Matter and the Black Lives Matter thing, the debate, whatever it is between the two, it's like, oh, the police don't care about us, you know, so forth and so forth and so forth. What do you say about those police officers that come from your neighborhood that fucking look like you and then you are still cutting up and you're still being disrespectful in comparison to other places where the police officers do not look like them and they genuinely don't like them because they are black or brown? That is what I don't understand. So they want, they meaning the people, they want somebody that looks like them in the suit but they also want that person that's in the suit that looks like them to have some understanding of a situ- of the situation and provide them with leniency. So I think that's where that conflict comes in to play for mm-hmm. me as far as us having black or African American or minority police officers. Mm-hmm. I get it. I don't know. I guess I just it's just disappointing like Again, I just go back to the fact of like it could had it been another color officer, the situation could have been gone very differently. Had it been in a different neighborhood, the situation could have gone very differently. And I don't know. I just and I was reading some of the comments up under it, and people were really proud because yeah, people were proud of how the police officer handled it. Yeah, he squared up now. Yeah, I'd rather him square up than than pull out, pull out a gun. Yeah. Or pull out a taser or anything of that sort. So um, kudos to the the police officer that did his damn his thing. He was like, "Well, if you want a buck, we can we can do this. Nothing to buck." Which is why I was just good. like, "He's if probably from okay. that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably from that area or similar background to that." Yeah, he looked like he's from ten oh one, but we know that's a you know. <laughs> you know, now, I'm just gonna smile like, yeah, it's not a lot. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know if you saw, but um, Bella Thorne, I don't know if she's a singer actor, but I have heard her name a few more times than I care to hear. Okay, let's talk about how Disney fucks up these childhood stars. Is she a Disney star? She is a Disney star. Bella Thorne is from a Disney show called, I think it was called Gotta Shake It Up. 
Wasn't that her a movie? and Zendaya? No, okay, well then it's not that. It's some dance show. Her and Zendaya were both on it, and I don't know. She basically she was a child star. Okay. For Disney, and it looks like Disney. Well, I'm not saying Disney is, but I think the lifestyle at that early age and all that money is fucking a lot of people up. Oh, I agree, Lindsay. I think child stars. Period. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Oh yes, Jesus. Oh, Have you seen the Olsen sisters? Yo, drugs are bad. Horrible. Like, they look like something from Game of Thrones. But them bitches is paid. They are paid. All day long. Paid and sick. <laughs> paid and sick. But back paid to Bella Thorne. I'm sorry. I just had to say that. <laughs> no, you're... But that's a good... That's a good hot take. Disney fucks people up. They do. But nonetheless... Or um, Brown. <laughs> oh, my God. But he wasn't just Disney, though. He wasn't, but he was mostly... A child one. star. Yeah. Yeah. But, so Bella Thorne, I guess she posted a picture. Some of her nudes went out. Someone hacked into her phone, whatever, from pictures that she was sending to her boyfriend. And they got out, got all out. So they were having the conversation on The the View. And Auntie Whoopi said, if you're famous, I don't care how old you are. Don't take new pictures of yourself. When they're hacking you, they're hacking all of your stuff. So whether it's one picture or a million pictures, once you take that picture, it goes into the cloud. And it's available for any hacker that wants it. If you don't know that in 2019, that is an issue. You cannot be surprised that someone has hacked you, especially if you have stuff on your phone. That's why they're hacking you. So Bella didn't necessarily appreciate the comments that Whoopi Goldberg went ahead and said. And she said, Dear Whoopi, I have loved you for so long, but honestly, I'm displeased and saddened by your response to my leak. The 21-year-old wrote on her Instagram story along with an emotional video aimed at Goldberg. Blaming girls for taking the photo in the first place is sick and honestly disgusting. So what a girl can't send her boyfriend that she misses photos of her that are sexy, thinks he's already seen? Pretty disgusting. Whoopi knowing everyone has seen my shit, I hope you're happy. I can only imagine all the kids who have their shit released and then they commit suicide. I really don't want to go on The View anymore because I don't want to be beaten down or a bunch of older women for my body and my sexuality. Bitch, first of all... The view ain't losing no ratings or no sleep because you don't want to fucking go on a goddamn show. Thank you. So let's just be motherfucking clear. What I don't understand is afterwards, then she tried to repost the pictures saying that she was taking it back. Let me be very clear. We are in 2019. We are in the age of technology. We are in the age of social media. Famous or not, anything you put on your motherfucking phone, on your motherfucking social media, I don't care if you think you deleted it, people can pull that shit back up. People can pull that shit back up. So, next time you want to send a picture to somebody and you think it's private, think again. And especially since you're famous. But I don't understand why she's over here crying because you was being a dumb bitch sending your motherfucking pictures out. Being shocked. How many of your celebrity peers have had their shit leaked? I don't understand that. Why does this even make a headline? I'm confused. I don't know. I have no idea why it's making headlines. I haven't thought about a Bella Thorne in I don't know years. what a Bella Thorne is. I haven't thought about a Bella Thorne in years. And for her to get on there and act so fucking emotional. Sis like, was in her feelings. Was dragging you for like your sexuality. Like if she was saying, oh, I'm gay and I want to tell the world. And then Whoopi was like, oh, it's a sin to be gay. Okay, I can understand that. But what the fuck you're doing is over here trying to play fucking victim. Because Whoopi is basically telling the truth. 
What goes in the cloud can be anybody's. Anybody can have your fucking cloud and yes. you, they can have all of your fucking shit, okay? And not that I send pictures or that I used to. You do? No, I don't. Not because, anymore. because, first of all, if you do, I have heard, don't put your fucking face in it. Obviously. Don't put your Who fucking face in that? it. Don't put any identifying marks in there. Who does not know that? Like, I can, and the thing is the that kills me is, is that when people do things, like, I always think of, like, when celebrities, like, when they try to talk to these groupies and they're saving screenshots and messages. Let me tell you something. I'm saving fucking messages. I'm screenshot, screenshotting like a motherfucker. Okay? Because <laughs> I'm going to have my receipts. Okay? Yes. So I can only imagine pictures. And people bring that out. But pictures and then you're upset because it got out. You should have taken it in the first place. You have to be smarter. And don't put your fucking face in it. And then you act like Whoopi gives a fuck about you. Not at all. Like, stop. She ain't losing no fucking sleep over None. your stupidity. So don't Not even none. try that shit. Keep it fucking pushing. And then she tried to re- what did she try to retract the statement? Reclaiming my time. Trying to uh, take back and try to repost the pictures yourself. Girl, ain't nobody worried about you. Ain't stop. Nobody, first of all, ain't nobody looking at you. Stop. Okay? Stop. Ain't nobody People are going to think about you. it for a hot five minutes and that's it. And they're going to go on about their business. That's it. I'm pretty sure the Kardashians have done something that they we're not even thinking about you no more. Goodness gracious. Moving on. So yesterday, I was listening to the radio and they were talking about when you go out to eat with a group of friends, right? And let's say, for example, it's a shit, let's say it's like five or six or seven of y'all, right? Mm-hmm. When the bill comes, do you all split the bill evenly or are you asking for separate checks? And I... My part-time is serving, so I want to know what your opinion is. So, first of all, when I go out with my friends, and keep in mind, it's only four of us. Let's just, me, let's just say it's a bigger group. Okay. I made it clear to the waiter or the waitress, we're doing separate checks before you fucking place your order. So, what? But now? It is clear. Everybody knows that. There, there are some times when, like, a friend be like, oh, I ain't got no money. Like, before we say we want to go out. They'll be like, oh, you want to go out? And they'll be like, oh, I ain't got no money. Or something. Oh, that's fine. You know, we'll take care of you. Then that'll be something that we all can, you know, split the check evenly or something like that. But before then, we've already had a conversation with the waiter and the waitress. Okay? Look here. Gustavo. Look here. Um, Daquana. Whatever your name is. Or, or Alex. Okay? <laughs> I will be paying for me. Okay. Me. Okay, so remember my pepperoni pizza. Okay. Okay, so, and my water. Okay. I'm the same way. Now, we get a lot of people that come into my job for happy hour, and they come in in groups. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people will split the bill if when they order, like, a lot of different appetizers and everybody's sharing, and everyone has their mains, and they all have drinks, right? So last week, this girl, everybody had appetizers. Everybody was sharing stuff. So I was just like, okay. I'm going to come back and say, well, I can split it amongst the cards evenly. Or you can just pay for what you had. I said, but let me go around. She was very clear. She says, no, no, no. I only want to pay for this. The way her friends looked at her. And I agree with her friends because, baby girl, I saw you nibbling off of everybody else's motherfucking plate. Bitch, you would have been playing. You would have been splitting also. However, I am that person that when I go out, Alexandria is paying for what Alexandria ate. And I'm not going to be dipping over to nobody's plate, but then I'm paying for what's on your plate. And I say that because there was this lady that came in, I, I had asked her the same question. I said, do you want to split it, like, based off of what you ate, or do you want to split it, like, amongst everybody evenly? She said, ew. 
you split it evenly. She was just like, we're all friends. And she says, if your friends are making you do that, you need to step your game up. I was just like, oh. But it made me think of, so, and if my aunt is listening to this, I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> but we are going out to Matchbox in D.C. And it was like a bunch of our family was out there. Now, me and Kula, we had a conversation in the car like, yo, like, this ain't a pay week for us. This is what we going in there. This is what we getting, okay? We know what we getting. Mm-hmm. So everybody's over there, they sharing their pizza, so it comes for the bill. And my aunt was just like, so we're trying to figure it out. And I'm bring that check down here. Let me circle and let me put my card back to My aunt was just like, oh, we can split it. I yelled from the other side of the table. I said, no, we will not be. No, no, no. Chloe and I both got waters and a pizza. Okay? We didn't have none of that flatbread. We didn't have none of this. We didn't have none of that. She was just like, well, I said no. Because there's always somebody on the menu who wants to order more drinks. Mm-hmm. I don't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I'm not paying for your alcohol. And your alcohol tax. Okay? I'm not paying for that. And she was just like, and I, I said, I'm going to need no. I slid mine. I said to her, I said, excuse me, come here. I said, you can just take mine off, please. They can split it afterwards. So then we went out again. <laughs> so we went out again to go and get uh, hibachi. Same group of people. My aunt is there. I made it very clear. And this time, my fiancé was paying. He says, listen, listen. I'm not doing that whole split check thing. I'm paying for what me and you ate. <laughs> so, auntie, she better not try that. Because we're not doing that. My cousin next to me, she said, I have cash out. I'm only paying for what I ate. I'm going to transfer my money over right now. I said, I feel you. It comes at a game. Should we? I said, no. Uh-uh. Kunle and I, we've already spoken to the waitress. <laughs> this is what we're getting. Okay, if y'all want to split everything else, and she was trying to offer the appetizer, here go cool man. I said no. Nope. I said don't eat none of the appetizer because we're not paying for that. Don't eat that appetizer. I don't care how good it looks. Do you want to put in for that? Then no. So I guess I'm kind of on the fence about it. Like, if I'm going out with a group of people and we're all like we all know in agreement that we're all gonna share our appetizers and we're all gonna share our food, that's fine. I don't mind that. But if I'm having a single entree. And I'm not having any of your appetizers. And I'm not partaking in the alcoholic beverages. No. Don't try that shit with me. Don't. Because I'll give you. And what I will do is I'm going to. Listen. Let me give you my 15, 20, whatever that's here for my meal. With my, my thing. And y'all do with whatever else it is that y'all want to do. But I'm not. You can call it tacky. I don't care how much money I have. No. And I say that specifically because when I go out with people and I don't drink. And like. Drinks at a restaurant could be like twelve, fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Who's paying for that? I get plus, my free thing of water. And if I'm feeling fancy, tax. I will go ahead and I'll get me a ginger ale. Ooh. But that's only if refills are free. And even that has to be a conversation. But like, yo, come on, can I get this ginger ale? <laughs> are you gonna finish the ginger ale? Okay, bet. <laughs> so I'm not for that. Yeah, for me and my friends, we always make plans and we say we're going to go to dinner, but we are all in agreement. One of us will pay for an appetizer mm-hmm. and then we'll, we'll take turns paying for an appetizer. Right. But then we will always split our own separate checks. Right. And that I don't mind, but I feel like, first of all, you cannot go out with everybody and mm-hmm. I hate going out with the person where you know... You ever going out with a person and like, you know, like maybe somebody's covering in and mm-hmm. then they over there trying to have a little extra stuff like... Nothing annoys me more than if I'm paying and then you want to go above and beyond on my dime. Yes. Okay. 
So again, to my fiance, and that's another thing. I don't, nigga, you don't never get no fucking appetizer. You don't never get nothing but no fucking water. Don't try to go ahead and be cute and order an appetizer and a dessert. Because I'm paying. Because I'm gonna be looking at you. Oh, that's what we getting? No, he don't want that. <laughs> when we went to New Orleans, I nearly lo- let me say something. No, he don't want that. Let me say something. We went to New Orleans and we got a dozen oysters. That was that. He had a pound of crawfish. I had a pound of crawfish. Okay, if I, I'm gonna give you a look. He was just like, do you think we should get another pound of crawfish? I said, nah, I'm good. I don't think we need no more. Okay. What just comes over? Oh, can I get you? He's just like, I said, no, I'm good. I said, that's the hint to you. Why does he order another pound of crawfish? I was confused. And I sat there and I said, didn't I say? <laughs> if I say I'm good, I thought that meant we was good. Okay. This is the meal that I'm treating, okay? We still have dinner to get to, okay? Today is my, you didn't need, we don't need all of that. I was so confused. And afterwards, we got out of there. I said, I said, I'm not going to be like, cancel the order. I said, yo, like, you was hungry? Like, what you do that for? He's like, I just figured. I was just like, no. You didn't just figure. You ain't even asked. You just wanted to order it. See, but God forbid I order, let me order a ginger ale and don't finish it. Or just or get one and don't say nothing. He's gonna be like, you don't want to drink the water? Nope. No. I'm thirsty for something else today. today. I'm j- I'm just as hung. I'm just as thirsty as hungry as you was at din- at lunch when you got that extra pound of crawfish. But I look, but I, my feelings like, and my mom be trying that. Like we went out one time and I was like, okay, I'm gonna treat. My mom decides she wanted to get dessert. I said. I said to her, I said, all right, like, let's not get crazy here. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not just me and you, it's me, you, and two other people. So I looked at her, I said, are you sure you're going to eat that dessert? And that's my way, because I like to lower my tone a little bit and squint. But I said, are you sure you must eat that? You sure you really want that? Yes, I'm sure. I'll pay for it. I said, no, no, no. I'm just making sure that if I get it, you're going to eat it. Yes, I'm gonna eat it, Alex. Yes, look, gal. I said, okay. <laughs> okay. She took a bite. And she was in, and I just sat, and I said, oh, you know what? She says, no, I just feel full. I was like, what? You what? You feel what? <laughs> I said, can we get this one? She said, oh, do you want to box it up? She says, no, I think I'm okay. I said, no, we're gonna box it. We get home, she was like, oh, I think I want something sweet to eat. I go to she, said, she said, no, I don't really want that. I was done. I was done. Okay. I just kind of feel like there needs to be a bit of respect. And the mutual understanding. If I say, now nah, we good. And if I say, are you sure? Okay. You don't do that. But that can go both ways. When it comes to me, I have um, my friends. You know that one, not awkward moment, but before you really get to know your friends and you mm-hmm. guys are going out for like dinner or lunch or whatever. And that one friend says, oh, you know, I really don't have that much money. And we're all like, no, we got you. We got you. We right. got you. So then we get to the restaurant and that one person is like, oh, I'll just drink water. And I'm, I'm a blunt person. Like, bitch, you hungry. What the fuck do you want to eat? Like, don't, I don't like when people do that. If but I see, tell you yes. I got you, I get, I get you. it. I get but what, don't I, get crazy. Right. I get what you're saying. Don't sit up here. Bitch, you don't need an appetizer no, no, steak meal. I feel like your meal should be less than what mine is. I feel like your meal should be the same as mine. Equal or less. Equal or less, but nothing above than what I am. if I'm having chicken, you don't go and order fucking steak. Yeah. You don't do that. If I'm having chicken, you don't order no motherfucking lobster. 
You don't do that. No. You stay in the range. Stay and play your play. We get in pizza. You don't tell field. me. You don't say I'm gonna have the salmon. Salmon where? <laughs> On whose time? No. I'm you better have a salmon. If cake. we all have your water, <laughs> what's your water? Want right. lemon in yours? Right. You so, want a lemon and a lime? Shit. That's it. Like I just, I just don't understand. But that was a that was that was a good one. I just wanted to make that be known. I thought it was just me, but I really, when I tell you, like I was so confused in New Orleans in that restaurant. It was already hot, and I just had to. I said. Are you sure? You need to be an emoji. I swear to God, you be so animated when you say shit. And then he got, he got, he was just like, you should have just said that. I didn't know. I, no. If I ask you, are you sure? And I said, no, I'm good. I don't need nothing else. I'm good. Then you should be good. Didn't he want, he was like, I'm just, I'm stuffed. I just, I, did, I told you. I said we was good. But it's totally okay. So real quick. Did you see what was going on with Carmelo Anthony and Lala Anthony and the side baby on Father's Day? No. So wait, wait. are Carmelo and and Lala not together anymore? So they're back together, but apparently the reason that they had broke up because he ended up having a child outside of their marriage. Wait, ain't no breaking up when you marry. When you marry, it's either you together or you not. They were getting ready to divorce, mm. so they separated or whatever it was. But because he had another baby on the way, anywho. So the girl goes to social media and she tried to say that Lala keeps her from, Lala keeps Carmelo from seeing the baby and that Carmelo is only there financially. So just looking through the comments, a lot of people were saying, like, you know, that's what you asked for. You knew what you were doing when you slept with a married man, a famous married man. You got your coins. And then some people were saying that Lala was being too harsh. She shouldn't be taken out on the child. And that because she chose to forgive her husband, she has to forgive her husband and what else comes along with the consequences that he made. So, what do you think? I don't want to spend too much time on it. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I feel like that's the same situation that happened with um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Dwayne. And she forgave him, and they moved forward. I guess for me, I do, I do believe, and I do agree in the sister and the belief that when you forgive, when you chose to continue on with your marriage, and you chose to forgive, you chose to go ahead and take along all that other responsibility. Mm-hmm. However, with the woman on the side, what did you expect? You got your fifteen minutes. You got the coin that you wanted. You knew that man was married, and I always say. I want to hear about, I always want to hear about those conversations when a woman knows that the man was married and you have to explain to your child why your father isn't around that much. I always want to know how a conversation like that goes. Well, one, I feel like a man should always take care and be a part of their child's life. Of course. So even if it was a break baby or he cheated and that baby is there, that's still a, a child. Right. Children don't comprehend that what oh, their course, parents course, have done was was wrong. So I would I would hope that he would be a man mm-hmm. and be a part of that child's life. Of course. So I'm praying that that wasn't the case. And I think for me, I think women when they're trying to get this fast cash or whatever it is, they need to think of those. I feel like they don't think about those things. Here you are trying to get your coin, you're trying to get your 15 minutes, but since he's not leaving his wife for you, 
He's not leaving it. That's number one. But I also think of, do you think down the line when you have to explain, to, when you have to admit the role that you played and why your father may or may not be as active as you would like him to be? But I do agree with you that, you know, the two adults, you should have thought of those consequences. And I'll never understand why these niggas go ahead and they cheat and they cheat unprotected. Mm-hmm. And you being in a situation and the status that you are, when you know what these bitches are after. That's what I never understand. That's what I never understand. You know what these women are after. You know they're trying to get a coin. You know they're not just trying to have sex with you. They're trying to go ahead and they're trying to break up. Make their own lives. Trying to get their show. Trying to get their swimwear. They flat tummy teeth. Mm -hmm. Which is bullshit, by the way, because I have tried it. But that's another story. (laughs) But... And then be surprised and then be upset about all of these things. I never understand that at all. But I would love to hear from someone who, I hate to say it like that, but like, I would love to hear from someone who knows that their mother was the other woman. Hmm. Like, and how did that conversation go? Like, how did that conversation go? Because I always think back to the episode of Scandal when this woman was having an extramarital affair and she had a child and a... The man passed away and the wife didn't want her at the funeral. And she was upset and she says, you are not the wife. She says, you don't have any claims. She said, your child has to wait until after he spends Christmas morning with his family, his first family, to then come to you. She said, how do you, she said, your son is getting older. How did you think you were going to explain that to him? And I've always wondered that. I know of someone who is who was the side chick who ended up getting pregnant and they had their issues. And I always wonder how do you explain the dynamic of that relationship? How do you explain why certain things are the way that they are? But is it that she was knowingly a side chick? She was. So she was knowingly. She was knowingly. She knew that he was still technically married to his wife and they weren't getting a a divorce at this time. Yes. That's my thing. That's, I think that's where the sticky situation comes into play because men say a whole bunch of shit. And you know, women, it's when one thing they when fall you don't in love, know. they believe every fucking there's thing. There's one thing when you don't know and there's another thing when you do know. And in this particular situation, this is Carmelo Anthony. Like, bitch, stop. Mm-hmm. You fucking knew. And that also, not even just putting all the blame on the woman, but on the man. Like, you know what you have on the line and you still chose to go ahead and to do it. And then... To stupidly go ahead and to do it and not protect yourself. Look here, Alani Anthony don't need to be going through this. Did you know that was her first name? Oh, mm-hmm. like your daughter's name. Mm-hmm. I did not know that was her first name. Yep, first name's Alani. Um, she don't need none of this. But I feel like I guess if my just summing it up, I feel like if my husband had an extramarital, a child outside of a marriage. I don't think I'm going to be welcoming to that. I'm going to let you have that relationship with that child, but don't think that kid's going to be coming to my fucking house. Don't think that. Now, I think when it the needs sibling, to be maturity. There's maturity, but that is a that's a walking, living, breathing reminder of that. Right, and that child didn't ask for that right. though, so you can't be and neither mean did and I. Mean, right? No, but it's you not. Can't it's be not mean me. And nasty. It's not me being mean and nasty. It's that's how you a child interprets it. You can have your relationship. With the child, but the child is not coming into our home. Why? Because you're not. Why? Because you're not. 
Because I don't think I'd be, I don't, maybe there's me being immature. I don't think I'd be mature enough to watch, to be sitting here and having to interact and having to deal with the constant reminder of my husband's infidelity. I don't think I'm mature so enough for that. So why forgive if you're not going to forgive the whole entire situation? I'm going to forgive you, but I'm not forgetting. Just because I forgive you, that does not mean I have to tolerate that stuff. You don't have to tolerate it, but that's a child. And? The child will grow up eventually. Yeah, but then the child is going to want to know why you don't want them in their house. And that's not fair to put a man in a position that's that you're saying that you forgive. Right? You're right. No, no, you're saying you forgive okay. your husband if I at this forgive. point. Okay, no, this okay. no. Imagine, okay, imagine you are married. You are married. I am married. Imagine if your husband goes ahead, you have your house, you have your home, your children, they have their life established or whatever it is. Imagine your husband goes ahead and he gets another woman pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then now all of a sudden you you as the woman are trying to work through these things. You're trying to deal with your child or whatever it is. And then this random child is coming into, well, random to you, is now coming into your home and you're supposed to just carry on and be accepting of that. If we're being honest, it's not an easy thing to do. I'm not, I'm saying, not saying I wouldn't get to that place, but my mindset right now, not being in a situation, no, I would not want you in my home. I get what you're saying, and no, I would. it will not be an easy pill to swallow, but why continue to be in that situation if you know a child is forever? Which is why for me, for me, if it, if that was the case, I'd have to leave you alone. Because yeah, for I me, I would have to get I'd have to divorce you. Yeah. Because, because I don't you want you that. Because I don't think I'm going to be mature enough. I'm not. I don't think I'm, I'm ever going to be mature I'm enough. Not I'm just playing a devil like advocate right now. I feel like if I saw you, mother, I want to be her ass every time I fucking see every, her ass. Every single time. Every fucking time. Every time bitch I don't see knock her, on my door. I'm going to have to drag that bitch around the corner and back. I think that right there is my, one of my top. If not number one deal breakers right there. Like, no. Not only did you cheat, but you chose to cheat unprotected. And because it's not even just the child, but now you got to pay child support. Mm-hmm. So now after our kids done went ahead and they got an older, you still got to care for this other fucking child. And then say he loses his job and his source of income. Now it's coming out of your pocket because you guys yeah, no. are married. No. We're going to get a divorce. And y'all can go ahead and y'all can go on about your business. And I'm sorry for the child, but that's not my fault. That's not my problem. Okay. But maybe i'm childish girl we all have a little bit of childish in us, I have but i just wanted most, i just okay <laughs> i just wanted to play devil's advocate real quick but moving on since this has a little bit to do with the subject our black ass topic or topics for this week does sex make or break a relationship yes yes okay. elaborate friend i need a little okay. more than just a yes okay if I'm newly talking to a dude mm-hmm. and the sex is not what I want, goodbye. How long are you waiting before you test the waters out? You get about two tries. Maybe the first time. No, no. How many, how many dates before he can see and get a sample or you can get a well, sample? Well, that's a whole other conversation and question in itself. Because just because we vibe and in our chemistry is there, whatever it is, I can get. Okay. So that brings me to another point. What if you are vibing with a person and you really like them, but the sex is whack? This is pre-married Arche. Would you have stayed? Or kept dealing with him? Like, if you feel like I can't teach him, are you staying? No. Why not? Because sex for me... It's a relationship deal breaker. If it's whack and I can't teach you, I'm not willing to sit here and fall for the limp noodle. 
That's what you I call say it. That. Well, would you let a man know his stuff is whack? Unfortunately, I'm very bold, but then sometimes I try to protect people's feelings. I might hint at it a couple times, and if you're not catching my hint, don't ever and you finish me. before me all the time. I'm gonna be like, all right, so what the fuck is this? Like, what's going on? Do we need to get you some testosterone pills? Like, do you need some Viagra? Like, what is really going on? But because that shit was whack as fuck. I guess when I think about dating, like, go watch now, some porn or something. <laughs> but see, I think like, I guess when I think about like dating now, like. When you're going and you're talking to a person, first of all, I want to know what our intentions are. Are we just about to be friends with, are we just about to be fuck buddies? Are we trying to be friends with benefits? Are you going to just be the person that I go and I kick it with? Or are we trying to build something here? Because I feel like if we're trying to build something here, I may want to teach you what I like. But that's, it's only going to go over so far because for me, you you need that you need that connection. You you need that little bit of something. But if it's on some chill, whatever it is, nah yo, you good. You so get what well, you got one try. Yeah. And if they okay, I was like, you know what, maybe you had an off day. Maybe. Okay. Then if I feel like the second one, maybe the second try I'm in there or you in there, y'all get what I'm trying to say? If it's not if I don't feel like I can teach you, no. We're good. Mm-mm. It's like meeting someone for the first time. Like, your first impressions are everlasting. Yeah, let's start with the whole dating thing. I think dating for 2019 has changed completely. Like, you could just go on somebody's Instagram nowadays or or their Twitter and just, you know, like, DM them right. or instant message them and try to see if you can get a date or something. But what people are failing to realize is you don't know this person from Adam to Eve. You mm-hmm. don't know if they look the same in their pictures. You can pull up on them. They can have a nice little face, but be built like a whole uh, treasure, like a, a glass window or like a uh, ornament or some shit. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. And then true. nowadays, it's just like, it's quick, fast, and in a hurry. Okay, well, what are we doing? Are we going to be together forever? And everybody's just like fucking to make babies. It's not even building up to a whole relationship That's, to be in a, compl- uh, a complete relationship at that. I feel like right now there's too many situationships going on. And I feel like... I think that's fine if you're in college. I think, right. I think situationships are fine if you are a certain age. However, I also feel like... And this is coming from a person who's been in a relationship for a while... Well, I'm and I'm on my way to get married and having had been out the game for a little bit, but just from what I've heard, I feel like people aren't honest about what they want. Exactly. I feel like as women, like, sis, it's okay to say that you are looking for a commitment. And it's also okay to say, you know what, I'm just looking to get mine and going about my business. Right. But I feel like too many times people aren't being honest about what they want and then they catch feelings. And then I also think that people aren't, you say we're going to be fuck buddies, but then you're my fuck buddy, but we're also going out to dinner. We're also doing this. They're blowing the lines. And then when your feelings get involved, and then when the person doesn't necessarily say, and then when you're feeling a person a little bit more, and then they're just like, nah, like, but you're not my girl, or now nah, I'm trying to do this. Like, don't do boyfriend and don't do girlfriend shit for somebody that you just, for somebody that you don't see a future with and for somebody that you just fucking. And if you're not feeling them that way anymore, then you need to say so. And mm-hmm. I think I think that's what I have seen with dating now on top of because of the social media. 
because of the the dating apps, people are just getting to the point. Mm-hmm. So we don't have time for all that. And it could just be like, you know what? We're on Tinder. We're here, whatever. We're trying to do whatever we're trying to do. We're trying to have a good time. And then that's it. But some people are going on Tinder looking for love. And I think the chemistry part is missing when you try to get to know somebody online. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're just online, like, boom, you just trying to fuck. Okay, cool. Meet me here, and we can just keep it pushing. But that's not to say that some people don't end up getting married and having lasting relationships for that. That's not to say that. But I'm just saying is I think we're in a culture where people aren't straight up about what they want. And I think that's because... We're afraid. We are afraid. Women, you know, women were like, okay, if you were dating multiple dudes, you were considered a hoe. Mm -hmm. You were a roller. I bet you ain't heard that word. Oh, I remember. I heard that. I heard, I learned in college. She a roller. Yeah. Like, we would just call so many things, but if a nigga was doing that, it's, oh, kudos to him. He's a, he's a, he's the nigga. He's that dude. He's, he's this, he's that. So then we're walking around on eggshells trying to figure out how we can, how we can have that same type of respect and operate the same way that niggas do. So I think this dating game is a little differently, but uh, a little different, but I feel like when it comes to sex being important, it is important because if we about to get married and I'm about to be riding this pony for the rest of my life, can it at least be good? But I'm just but saying, I will say this. Sometimes, sometimes the sex is good, but the person is some trash. And sometimes some good, yeah. excuse my language, but some good dick will make you stay around that is true. in situations longer than what you need to. He ain't got no job sitting on your sofa. Mm-hmm. He's you fucking for work. a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. He using your car to drop your kids off, drop you well, off. you at work, he riding around in your car. Come home playing uh, PlayStation and everything and cooked, cleaned, washed nobody's dishes nope. or changed nobody's Won't take handbook. you out, but he laying, he's laying that dick down. Mm-hmm. And you okay with that? Or buying that PlayStation game. He doesn't want to do relationships. We're just, okay. Mm-hmm. I understand why you're saying this. I get it. You don't want nobody else to have it. Right. You don't want nobody to know look, what your secret is. I understand the I dick get it. is I get it. Stop. I understand. But you got to want a little more for yourself. Than a little bit of lip noodle. But yeah, sex is important. But I think that someone told me chemistry is just lust. Like chemistry isn't it. Like someone told me like a lot of people are looking for this spark when mm-hmm. they meet a person. And they said a lot of times when most people, when you really love a person, it's deeper than just the sex. And I do agree. Sex is a great added bonus. But when you really love and you care and you fuck with a person, like... Sex is just an added thing into whatever else you have. And I've heard so many people say, like, I've definitely been in situations where me and a person have had instant chemistry. And you can have that, but I know that that person wasn't necessarily right for me. And then it's like, don't confuse that sexual chemistry and that sexual attraction with, okay, we really vibe, we vibe in a different way than what I think we are. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I feel like some people, like, if they don't have that immediate spark or whatever it is, they're willing to shut things down. It's just like, no, like, he's still a good dude. Get to know him. Give him a chance. Maybe that feeling and that connection will come from him later on. But I find, like, a lot of people, they go ahead and they'll turn somebody, a, a good guy away simply because maybe that initial spark wasn't there. Have you ever met a person like that? I have. And then I met like a toxic person where the dick was bomb, but he was just fucking crazy. Like he was literally like bipolar. But I bet you they had that chemistry though. That was lust. 
That no, was it, nice. it was forced chemistry because the dick was it was like blind. Yeah, dick is blind. It don't make you blind. It don't make you stay in a situation longer than you need to. Trust me, I know. Thank God, <laughs> I know. It'll make you stay in a situation longer than you need to. It'll have you out there acting a fool, wanting hmm. to fight other bitches. Hmm. Pull okay. up at that house, them five girls okay. who you calling. <laughs> okay, hello, girl. Let me stalk his page. Mm. Let me get this burner account. Mm. Let me log into your page right quick and see what this nigga's doing. Mm. Let me listen. I've been there. Okay, let me sit in front of his house. I think he had work. They go his car right there. I know his license plates. Okay, his mama home. Let me go talk to her real quick and see where she been at. Have you staying up late at night knowing you got to get up for work in the morning and you over there operating on three hours of sleep? Okay, have you riding out across town to go over there? I get it. I get it, sis. Hmm. I think the Lord those days are over for me. <laughs> Jesus found me. <laughs> well, thank God for Jesus finding you. But my friend, do you have a music plug for us this week? So I do actually. Um, so you know Drake and his the Raptors one or whatever situation was, and I said I know this nigga about to drop some news, <laughs> and he did. But I wanted to pr- point out these two songs particularly. And normally we like to do. Someone who's not necessarily a mainstream artist, mm-hmm. but Drake's music producer on these two songs is a female. Oh. And the songs, well, this particular one I love is really good. So it's called Money in the Grave, Drake featuring Rick Ross. And oh my God, I wish I knew what the girl's name is. But anyways, none, nonetheless, the music producer on the song is female. So if you haven't already tuned in. Drake, I need some more music. I'm waiting on the album. I don't feel like there's been a summer song as of yet. No, it hasn't. We need a summer anthem besides Act Up. And then we have the Megan Thee Stallion and her songs. We need a men's men's summer song. I need some nigga shit. (laughs) In the car with my window down. Yeah, yeah. Like riding riding behind you today. But we're going to get out of here, though. Don't do that. We're going to get out of here, though. They don't need to know about that, Ma'am. Thank you. Ma'am. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Bye.